Hey, fellers. Hello. Back, back in Nebraska. I'm going to start talking like I'm back in Nebraska. Back in Nebraska. Nebraska. Remember that time we convinced those people in Utah that the, the S was silent? <laughs> yeah. And it was pronounced Nebraska. They also thought, <laughs> they also believed us when we told them that we still rode horses to school. Yeah. yeah. That was a long time ago. We that s- was in Utah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, long time ago. People from people from Utah and all that. Uh, I mean, it's surprising that you could you could fool them. <laughs> I know saying. they're pretty smart because <laughs> they're smarter. They're, they're smarter than us, and we're no. The I ones just that mean I feel, to fool them. I feel like a lot of places in Utah aren't that far removed from places in Nebraska. You know? Oh, they probably like for that oh, for <laughs> them to be pretending like Nebraska was the was the the sticks, <laughs> right? But I will say one thing about Utah. Before we ever went through there, it's just an underrated state. Like it had some of the best views and rock climbing and snowboarding and everything. I was just blown away. I was like, oh, yeah, it is just a couple states away. It is gorgeous. Uh, I saw this thing on, I wonder how many times I'm going to say this on a podcast, but I saw this thing on TikTok. (laughs) And I always say I saw this thing. Why don't I just say I saw this TikTok? Anyway. Mm Um, this guy said, why is it that as soon as you get 20 miles outside of a major city, everyone talks like they're from the South? Wow. That's like, so true. It, he was like, bro, why are you talking like this? This is Eastern Oregon. And it, <laughs> I don't know. It just made me laugh because it's pretty true. Like as soon as you get to like a sort of rural suburb, a lot of people start to have this yeah. weird drawl that I feel like no matter where in the United States you are, that's, mm-hmm. that's the truth. Yeah. And then you could just be me and Ty and we somehow were born with this accent that doesn't exist anywhere else. Yeah. I th- or maybe it's just because we never learned how to I talk. I think it's like lazy. I think it's just like lazy ways of saying words, you know? And if you yeah. ever noticed, if you talk to a Midwesterner, if they're from a rural area, they'll kind of like uh, dodge your glance kind of while they're talking. And I think it's just kind of a way of them not feeling like they're having to be very... Uh, Serious conversation, like when they're yeah. talking about the weather or filling up their truck or something. Like, yeah, yeah, well, I gotta go. I gotta go fill up my truck again. I think the gas just keeps running out on that. You know, that's not southern. It's just <laughs> why does that? Yeah, happen? they're just plain rude. It's just <laughs> it's maybe it's, maybe it is southern. Maybe southern people are rude that way. Who knows? Um, I have a question for you guys. This is been thinking about this a lot lately and by that i mean like five minutes before we started um which we'll start with nick um nick if you if you were just got back (laughs) if if you were an avenger which avenger do you think you would be and why well this is kind of what i was thinking Uh, i feel like we've kind of talked about this once in a while but not to the extent in which I've thought. It's different probably when you ask somebody who they think they would be versus like who they actually would be. Mm. Like who, mm. which Avenger would I want to be? Like probably, you know, Iron Man or Captain America. But wh- which one am I? Mm-hmm. Like if I look in the mirror, I don't know, like probably Loki or something. Wow, you're, 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 like, that's cool. I appreciate Dang, but, the way you you went into that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the hard part, because I'll answer it and say, obviously, I'm Iron Man. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious. Yeah. From my my penthouse and uh, Jarvis and yeah. my suit. 
that Jake built me. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, let me let me jot that down. That you think you're Iron Man, but you're probably Loki. Um, and I think you're more right on who you probably are. But go ahead, Jake. Your your turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I wanted to. I want to ask why. Why do you think that you would be Loki of everyone? I mean, is he I even, can answer, I I can is he even an adventure? Just kidding. No, it, I was just saying that because I felt like it's always going to be like a, a complete opposite of of what you would envision yourself being. Because I feel like we all want to be the hero. We all want to be like, yeah, you know, the main character, yeah, mm-hmm. in the Avengers or whoever. But in reality, I think sometimes people around us are like, dude, you're not Iron Man. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm-hmm. you know, you're not even an Avenger. You're a villain. <laughs> Whoa. You know, and like. That's the hard part for me is I'm growing up with superheroes and stuff and seeing all these these comic books that I read and, and like cartoons and everything. I kind of always grew up with like what is an actual hero. And I think the, the answer that I've come up with is like I've somehow romanticized that into this guy who supposedly does everything for the sake of everybody else, but at the expense of himself and never like mm. truly gets what he wants or needs, mm. but he's like for the greater good. Yeah. And somehow I was like, Oh, he, that means he's good. But then I'm like, wait, that dude's actually really messed up. Like, <laughs> if you live in a cave and you wear like a bat suit, you probably got like psychological. <laughs> yeah. We need him to have a psychological issues, issues you know? though. That's why he, he, that's what we, that's what we're conditioned to believe. Wow. Probably. That's, that's really interesting. Well, yeah, I'd, I I want to talk about the hero complex now, but but before yeah. we go too far, uh, Jake, what about you? Who, who do you think you would be? Take your time. I I have no idea. I I've not had enough time to think about this. My Wait. I think I think my favorite. Um. I I really like Spider Man. Oh so yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. Oh, that's cool. Spider Man. Everyone expects expect me to you, say. You, everyone expects me to say Iron Man. Yeah, you're Iron Man. I mean, that's. Uh, yeah, you are. You have, well, <laughs> so have the physique of Thor, so it's like a combination. <laughs> yeah, he could be Thor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I've always been super into Spider Man. Like, even though I hate spiders, I'm like, mm-hmm. I spiders to me would be like bats are to Batman. Yeah, like, like you're afraid, afraid of, of bats, it, so you... Which you, is not a... Spider-Man's not afraid of spiders, but, right. you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think that shooting webs and flying through New York, slinging webs and spidey senses <laughs> and crawling on buildings and stuff would be cool. It's so. kind of odd, like, how much in the Spider-Man universe spiders don't come up. Like, I feel like in right. the Batman movies, it's always about, like, a cave and bats and yeah, but bats are everywhere. Peter Parker's in his apartment, like making webs. But like, but there, he doesn't yeah. have like a pet spider or something. Wouldn't that be? <laughs> <That'd> be <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thank, I wouldn't like him as much if I had to have a pet spider. <laughs> but he is uh, still really smart. Like the whole Spider-Man thing is, yeah. he is like a um, science inclined yeah. um, kid or something, which I, he. I'm not that smart, but yeah. it still fits in the same vein of like the things that would make people think that I should choose to be Iron Man. But yeah, I think um, I think you're probably right. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so I'll go ahead and go through this then. So Nick, um, you could be Loki. No, you think, have to say who you think you're going to be. Oh, I have you to go. 
Yeah, I, you can't skip yourself. I thought this was trying, finally you your guys' therapy session and not mine. No, okay, we, well. We have to all do this. So the only reason I think, and and you can laugh, but the only reason I think I would be Thor is because of the last um, Avengers movie where he went into like that fat period because he was sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's totally something that I would do. <laughs> like just quarantine Thor. You guys know me to be like kind of yo-yoing with m- my um, workouts and stuff. And like when I'm going through stuff, there's nothing that fixes it like a meat and potato burrito from Taco John's. You know, so I would probably be like drinking beer and hanging out in Alaska somewhere, um, playing video games. Yeah. I really related with. <laughs> With that, scene. but he also that one that one aspect of well him the is other aspect your hat on no the other aspect that I that I hang on is so he really cares about Loki and now yeah. now we're probably gonna get deep because Loki's his brother right and Loki is unchanged my character my answer's Hulk <laughs> that's probably accurate too but uh, <laughs> but it, like I relate to that with him because Loki is is considers himself probably a villain too but uh thor like doesn't give up on him and then also family is like his big thing so Mm. i but okay and you guys can take that apart but i think nick uh i don't think you're loki i mean you're not (laughs) he he was pretty bad in 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 the first couple um yeah but yeah that was just shit. But he him. also has his own show now where he's like helping. Have you seen he it? His own show? No, no, no. I haven't seen it, but I've just On seen Disney Plus. Yeah. Dude, it's so oh, good. I didn't know that. I watched the whole thing in a day. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of like the That's anti-hero, cool. right? Like he's... Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah, very so, very much so. So maybe you are, Nick. Maybe you are Loki. You're not Iron Man. Anti-hero. <laughs> Jake. No, I'm not Iron Man. Jake's more probably an Iron Man. <laughs> Jake is definitely Iron Man. Like just yeah. the the particular... The intelligence, like, but am I super arrogant? Because Iron Man, um, like Tony Stark, (laughs) 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 maybe I didn't know I was uh, really full of myself. But but Tony Stark really loves himself, you know. Listen, but you, but he also he has like a deep care for other people. He just has a hard time showing it. Yeah, so yeah, that does make sense. That's Jake. Yeah, he's he's got a sweet side. So I, I think, man, you guys were actually. You both kind of said who you wanted to be, but who you knew people actually thought of you as. Would say we are. Yeah. You have a good grip, both of you, on who you probably, your personality at least. That's yeah. interesting. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to think who I think you guys would be. Mm, I don't know. Tyler, do you feel like you you're like um, have faith in people to a fault like to the point where you can be easily manipulated i'm yeah i always try no he doesn't trust anybody (laughs) well because i feel feel like that that's a thor trait like Mm, in in all of these all of the movies like he is constantly trying to have faith like he thinks okay this is the time that my brother loki is not gonna screw me over and then he does inevitably it does you know he like always comes back I guess no. I guess that's probably not me because I tend. To, I'm very cynical. I mean, you guys know that. I I mm. I tend to not trust people very easily. It 
and I come across as a very nice guy. I know that. Like I've had people tell me, you're too nice. Just this joke we always make about like, I have to say something in the elevator, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like I just got to say <laughs> that. But um, I, at the core of it, I'm I'm very I'm that guy when I'm at the the gas station or whatever that's like watching everybody like I don't trust anyone here <laughs> right <laughs> you know so I wonder yeah I but I mean I people that are close to you though oh like yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's one it's one thing to not trust total strangers sure but people that have already established a connection with you like do oh, you yeah. tend to like l- turn the other cheek a lot a lot sooner if something goes south. I believe that I have, I do think I can tell when someone is trying to convince me that they're going to change or something's going to be different. Um, and I, I don't give everyone a second chance, but I do listen when people say, well, I was going through this when this happened, you know, I need... Mm some grace from you because I I made a change now and I'm different and I, right. I think I don't know I don't have to bring Nick into this conversation just because he's my brother but we work together so closely I do think he's the kind of person to give people second chances way more often than I am because he, he he sees the good in people a lot easier than I do but like you said if if I trust someone, if they're already in my circle, <laughs> my circle of trust, yeah, um, <laughs> then Meet then the I fuckers. think I do give them um, like the benefit of the doubt. Is that bad? Mm. I don't know if that's no. I mean, you I could take this whole thing a step further and say like you guys' personality traits. Like, do you guys know what like four letters you are? I just I was googling around a little bit here, and I'm like, man, if this is accurate to like yeah. what that test defines me as, it says I'm actually Doctor Strange, but I don't know what that <laughs> Wait, means. Seriously, did it tell Wait, you? Wait, is there a, is there a who's my Avenger test that you took on? Oh, that's cool. No, I just remember my like Myers Briggs thing. Do you know what you did? Uh, you ever do that? Like that? Like sixteen? Yeah, I think I it's. I think I was. I don't know what it's called. INTJ, which. That's what I was. Based on Google tells me I'm Pepper Potts. <laughs> <laughs> so you were close with Iron Man. You weren't yeah. too far off. Wait, guys, wait. There is a marvel.com backslash which Avenger are you? Um, <laughs> Sounds legit. So everyone should take this. Oh, wait. It's counting down. Sorry about oh. the beeps. <laughs> oh, man. What a um, disaster. The questions are, are kind of interesting. I'm, I'm not going to do this while we're on here, but... Like the first question is what motivates you most? The fight, morals, being a lead, or to protect mankind. <laughs> Interesting. Can you imagine someone clicking protects mankind? It's <laughs> their first answer. Yeah. See, this is the thing. Like, I don't think I would want to be a superhero. No. Like I I would definitely be one of the like the anti-hero characters of some sort because I, for one, I'm just not all that, this is going to sound super terrible, but it's the truth. I'm not all that concerned with like the well-being of people that I don't know all that, you know, like I, I definitely care about things and like I have stances on issues and stuff, but 
it's really easy for me to kind of like turn off my brain about things that are going like only focusing on things that affect me. Right. So for me to be a superhero, I would have to like, I don't know. It's that, that in general is so counter to my personality, like as a whole, I feel like maybe if I had superpowers, I'd feel different. (laughs) Yep. Well, yeah, that's, I feel like you could I, shoot laser beams from your eyes. You might also being spi- like, being Spider Man in the Midwest would be pretty pretty lame. There's no <laughs> buildings to swing from. <laughs> I always thought about that when I was a kid. That would suck because like I loved the Spider Man movies, and I had like the costume and stuff. But it was like <laughs> there was nothing to like. I couldn't yeah. even like run down an alley. <laughs> There's not even like big trees, like you know. <laughs> You're always just wide open, like you'd be you'd be shot or killed, like yeah, instantly <laughs> by the villain shooting webs into the abyss. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's interesting. I I don't know what my uh, personality test thing is, and I mean I I get kind of frustrated with those sometimes because I feel like they're so accurate, like a huge chunk of it, but there's so many um, anomalies with people that make them so unique mm-hmm. and yeah like there's a lot of people that probably have the same letters that i do but but there are specific things about me that separate me from them and even if i right. you know i anytime i look at mine it's always like hardworking, task driven blah 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 but it doesn't ever say anything about well i would usually be the kind of person to stop and like I'm the kind of person that when I come up to a red light and there's a person asking for money, I feel torn to do mm. it. But I also, that being said, as time has gone on and it's, I feel less and less inclined to do that because I know yeah. everyone's having a hard time. And so if you're, I don't want to get canceled because of this, but like if you're asking <laughs> for money on the side of the road and you are walking, you can get a job. I mean, I've I've got jobs before mm. just because I'm able to move, you know. Yeah. So it, it just, I don't know. I, I, uh, I don't know how accurate those, do you guys feel like those are accurate? Those, like, I, I think mine was like PTSD or something. When I, took it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember for sure. <laughs> I think, my, that was a different test. I guilt. think they are, uh, they tend to be, overly simplified you know i mean we did oh, an sure. episode on on personality tests like yeah it 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 does a good they do a good job of capturing like your main traits right but it reading between the lines is where it gets a lot more difficult and like um so like on mine it's intj or whatever and i don't know what any of those letters mean except for the first one is um introvert and i can't stand when people tell me that I'm an introvert because I'm, I'm not really like just because I, or I'm not in, I'm not like your stereotypical introvert where like Mm -hmm. people scare me or uh, (laughs) like I'm, I'm really, really shy. Like I know how to have a conversation with people and like I can do those things perfectly fine. But just because I gain my energy from alone time people lump you into this like stereotype of like being this socially awkward like hates everybody kind of person which isn't true but that's like the narrative that people have painted onto me just because my 
like I'll tell them my personality type is INTJ, like, oh, so you're an introvert. And then they kind of like craft this reality for me. So it, I spent a lot of time like in high school and college um, focusing a lot on what like these personality type, you know, because this is the season of my life where I was trying to figure out who I was. And I took a lot of these tests and stuff to just to try to get some insight on myself and I think I spent so much time um, listening to the false narratives that people put on to me that I had mm-hmm. spent like the the whole last like three years of my life as an adult living yeah. on my own, kind of like undoing all that and realizing that the traits are accurate, but they're not represented accurately by other people. Well, I remember you said, I don't remember if it was on the pod or not, or just talking, but you said that there was a friend on campus when you were going to college, right? I think it was during college where he was a friend from high school and he saw you like across the way or whatever and waved at you and you didn't even see him. Yeah. Right. And then one of your friends said like, Hey, do you hate, what's his name? Yeah. Like like, (laughs) years after, like after we had graduated college, like two years after I ran into someone uh, and they're like, Hey, do you, uh, you like hate so-and-so now I heard. And I was like, who did you hear that from? And she, she was like, well, they told me. I was like, what? I haven't, even, I haven't talked to him. Like, I love that guy, but I haven't talked to him in a while. And apparently, like, one day on campus, he, like, tried to say hi to me, but I had my headphones in or I was, like, you know, in my phone or whatever, and mm-hmm. I didn't – I was oblivious to this ever happening. So mm-hmm. I didn't respond, but they interpreted that as me ignoring them, right? Yeah. So apparently, yeah, I, well, the, unbeknownst the, to me, I apparently hate someone now because main, one interaction went wrong, apparently. The main problem is that, I mean, and I mean this kindly, but you you do kind of have like an arresting bitch face, you know, and it's not Oh, I fault. do, and You're, I I definitely have like, I definitely have an, like an intense persona, right? Like, right. You're like I can have, headed. yeah, I, especially dude, when I was in college, like I was, yeah so stressed all the Mm -hmm. time because I took school way too seriously probably. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was definitely like to and from classes, like walking, like I was on a mission, you know, like I just had blinders on all the time and I can totally Mm -hmm. see how that can come off as, um, me trying to ignore someone, but it's frustrating when it's frustrating when people draw conclusions without the whole story, right? Like if, if it really bothered him to that degree, I mean, he had my number. He could have said, bro, what the hell? Yeah, like, <laughs> you hey, I, did you see me? I waved at you. And then you could be like, oh, no, I didn't even see you. Because I would, that's what I would, I would have texted and been like, thanks for saying hi Yeah, back, like mess with dick, him, right. You know, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, but, you're, to- uh, you're totally Iron Man. That, that story just basically proved it. Yeah, I've, okay. I've I've been called out on that before too, like that I didn't notice someone or something like that. But um, usually at a get together or something, I'm I'm talking to everyone. Like I'm not I'm not off on my own or anything like that. But but anytime I think of myself, I think this might be because of the cynicism that I have. I always think of myself as kind of like a recluse with people, but I. I know I'm not. I think I mm. tend like. I think I rely on um, charisma for myself a little bit, and I think 
in my mind, and you guys might correct me, I've never really liked that attribute because I feel like it can be fake sometimes. Yeah. And I meet and I meet a lot of people that I know, like they make you feel like you're the only person in the room when they're with you. Mm-hmm. And then when they're not with you, they're basically a ghost. Right. And I and I and I know that I am that way with some people sometimes. And, and but for me, and I'm like, even if I can defend myself about it, I when I am in the room with someone, I do care. I'm like, I am focused on listening to them and like their story and stuff. But when I'm not with them in the same room, I um, there's also a lot of people that I'm talking to pretty frequently just because of the job and stuff. But I don't ever want anybody to think to think that. I do know that there's a charm, you know, charisma and charm. Those are like two things that I I tend to fall back on when I'm. Mm. Um, meeting people but those two I I have a negative in my mind I I kind of see those things as like <laughs> yeah like what well, is that they're, worth? Tr- they're tricky because those are those are often tools of deception sure. you know like yeah I, I I mean every shitty used car salesman is salesman, super charismatic yeah, yeah. and tries to tries to charm you you know like right. there's just like that kind of air about it but some mm-hmm. people are genuinely that way and that's just their personality but yeah like i i mean i this is going to sound so ridiculous but when i was in college like i used to listen to these podcasts that at the time i thought they were like personal growth podcasts but come to find out later in my life now that i'm older and more mature they were like super toxic and basically like just trying to teach guys how to be these like fake alpha like mm. f boys basically. Yeah. And one the thing they always said was you need you need to come off as charismatic and charming in order for people to think you're interesting. And I used to go the reason I became like this awkward introvert was because I used to go into every situation feeling like my default settings were incorrect because right if I wasn't being charming or charismatic or like really sociable yes. to whatever definition, then I was like failing as a person and mm. people were going to think I was uninteresting or whatever. And I think it's, I, I just think it's dangerous to like tell people how they should act and like yeah. box them into these. Like, I think that there's a lot of value in understanding your, your, um, how you are, but, when you start to rank those attributes as like good, better, best, or be- good or bad, it can be really damaging because sometimes you just are the way you are. And um, one thing that I've had to realize is if you're in a group of all charismatic people and you're like the one that can kind of just like keep his mouth shut, like that adds, that can add yeah. something to that interaction, you know? So yeah, like you really shouldn't, useful. you shouldn't always be trying to, trying to match other people like just mm-hmm. be yourself but i've had to i mean I, I still am learning that i've never been to like a party or something i don't go to parties anymore i don't know why i say that word i've never been like out with people and been like wow you know what this get together is really lacking someone that's just like the life of the party you know There's i know always that person and yes. I think the three of us know this too with our friends we spend time with. We tend to kind of like separate into little groups and talk 
with mm. people and then we'll like come together a little bit and we'll, you know, um, I mean, we get a lot of it being on the road. It's a lot of that. And, um, the amount of t- <laughs> like brother, how many times has it been both you and I standing there talking to people? <laughs> That's pretty rare. Isn't yeah, it? I know. I feel like it's it's not. Yeah, that's the thing is I feel like you do gravitate around to people that like. There's always this kind of uh, it's like a magnet, you know. Like two opposing sides usually go mm. together mm-hmm. better than two people who you never see two very outgoing, like over the top people sitting there having this like heartfelt long conversation, right? Yeah, because they can't like. The energy just, it doesn't work as well. Mm. It's always like somebody who's like kind of more reserved talking to somebody who's like very like flamboyant and like, at least that's kind of what I've noticed. But I think to your point too, Jake, like it's, it's hard because as people, I feel like sometimes we tend to have like struggles with things uh, when it comes to like self-deception like mm. what we perceive versus like what we want to be mm. or like how we want to interact. Um, I notice it a lot like with work, you know, when we're playing shows and we're on stage, um, it's almost kind of like you, if somebody came up to you and just kind of like turned you inside out, you, you're hanging all of your stuff out and people are seeing that. And I notice with Tyler too, like when he gets on stage, there is, like don't let him fool you he he might be quiet he might have that tendency to like want to recharge alone and do all that which is like introvert but on stage it's like an elevated version of himself Mm. but he's also not somebody like turns into somebody different right when he gets on stage like he's not gonna pretend he's you know, somebody else that that he's not he's not like Neil Diamond you know (laughs) so like (laughs) And then he gets off stage and, you know, he goes back into, uh, what was your superhero again? I can't remember. I can't, well, Thor? I don't know who I really was. We, did, <laughs> yeah. we didn't decide who I really was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you dodged I'm, your own I'm question. none of them. <laughs> Dude, I feel like you would be like Ant-Man. <laughs> there you go. Because Ant- Ant-Man was a criminal, had his like rough past. Not that you have a rough past, but he has like some, kind uh, of some, uh, not yeah. great tendencies and yeah. becomes a hero and cares about his family and yeah. he's also super goofy. So Paul Rudd, like you, you would be an Ant Man character. Yeah, I love oh, it. Any, I kind of forgot about Paul Rudd. Actually, yeah. Paul Rudd or uh, Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, brother. I, I think that too. I um, like, I think the stage does bring out a little bit of an elevated personality in people and, um. I've seen that in you. I've seen that in, uh, well, like for example, you know, Carrie, um, that plays bass with us, he's like such a goofy guy and talking to him when you're hanging out, he's very like personable and like he, he could talk about anything like the dude loves Nintendo, but Mm -hmm. he's also a major gearhead. Like, like you guys, I think both of you are are kind of gearheads or whatever, but, but when he gets on stage, he just, um, he like keeps his place, you know? Yeah. Even when he's really comfortable because we've gone on tour like several shows in a row and even by the end of it, he just, like, he's not the guy that like comes up and stands on the drum riser. Like, right. That's me. I love 
like <laughs> getting getting a rise out of all of you guys and like you know but i it's really interesting that's part of like your your position too yeah. in the group of people like we all look to you to kind of do that and like yeah. having somebody be that for a group is important otherwise if everybody's just kind of like sitting there looking at their feet it's like why did i pay money to come see this show yeah. right you know what i mean yeah it's not entertaining it's not a showman showmanship is is completely different than musicianship and it's when the two of them combine i think when the magic happens well something else you said that was really interesting too was we do kind of all have in our minds the well, like the superhero we would want to be, you know, like I, like Nick, you said in the beginning, you want to be Captain America, right? Like he's the, he's the guy, he's noble, he's a leader. But I ain't any of those things. He, so I can't be. Really, he's just like pretty strong and no one can seem to kill him, right? Like he's, he's got also pretty, really stubborn. He's also, yeah, I yeah, mean, he's yeah. got, oh, so he's maybe got some that rough, is more in line. Yeah, I mean, true. He's very unwavering, but I don't know if he's always correct. True. Like, yeah, he's Damn more it. traditional. That's me. <laughs> he's, he's definitely, uh, yeah, by the book with a lot of things. And um, when you're saving the world, you got to kind of bend the rules a little bit. Like the, the <laughs> yeah. amount of, um, taxpayer money that goes into rebuilding the city after oh these gosh. guys do I their know. thing. <laughs> um, I want a movie just about that. There <laughs> just, is a movie. Just like, the aftermath. That's, yeah, uh, the aftermath of... of uh, wait, there is a movie yeah, about the, that? Uh, well, man, I'm putting my nerd just right out on the table now. But Su- Suicide Squad is about the basically the... I think the U.S. government or whatever bring in all these villains out of captivity to stop the superheroes because they're causing like all this damage when they try to Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that's yeah, what it's it was cool. About. We don't need to get into that. But um <laughs> but yeah, I um I think I have this just going back to talking about that um like I want there's a certain superhero I think I am or I want to be. Um I do have that even when I'm on stage not not so much when I'm on stage. I I guess I've always kind of felt like it comes naturally to me, but um, I think John Mayer, didn't John Mayer have that quote where he was like, I always want to be like quiet. I want to be like James Dean or whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm the guy in the banana suit. Yeah. You remember when he said that? And <laughs> right. I, and I feel that way all the time. I'm like, Oh, I'll see like a cool picture on my Instagram explore or something of a guy smoking a cigar with like a perfect haircut in a leather jacket or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, that looks cool. But like at the end of the day, like when I'm like entertaining my son or something, I'm jumping, I'm right, you know, in my underwear with like wearing my pants as a hat, you know, <laughs> and it's like, I'm not, I don't think J, maybe James Dean did that, but I don't. He mm. probably didn't. <laughs> mm. I I run into that a lot, not just with work, but um, like, but but the thing is also, I think you, I think there are some things about me that tend to kind of be more of that personality, like, um, like when we're driving or something like that. I I tend to keep to myself and be very introspective mm. and like I'm not trying to be cool, but. I'm I'm pretty quiet when we're traveling and like yeah 
I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say I think you're closer to the James Dean persona than you are the guy in a banana suit persona. Oh, cool. That makes me feel cool. <clears throat> Just in general. <laughs> but it is it is interesting to watch you in in uh like post show like rubbing elbows mode with, you know, doing the meet and greets and stuff because I I mean, Nick knows you better than I do, but like we see you in a completely different realm, you know, like when when we all hang out, the number of words that are actually spoken when we're in physical presence of each other is, <laughs> is pretty shockingly low. Like I think a lot of people would be really uncomfortable to hang out with us because we can go for like I think when we, when I was in Portland last, uh, we were just like sitting outside the studio, you and me in lawn chairs, probably for like an hour <laughs> say without saying a word to each other. You and know, it wasn't so, even like we were on our phones. We were no, just, we were just like looking, just here. you know, passing the time together, but. So, like, we see you in that context, um, which is probably more of, like, the James Dean, you know, uh, persona. Mm -hmm. But then when you when you turn it on and I I don't mean it to sound like it's a like a a face that you put on. But like, yeah, when you go into that that headspace, like it is a very different um, personality. Like the, the core personality is still there, but just like the representation of yourself is very different. I've always I've always found that interesting. Like I th- yeah. I think I tend to be kind of quiet and reserved most of the time. You know, I don't sure. I, I have an on switch and I can do that thing, but it's it's very seldom. Like if it's around people that mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with, I usually don't turn that on. But if it's around strangers where I feel like I have to like um introduce myself and like be not come off as an asshole basically right that's, yeah. that's usually when i turn it on which is weird yeah but. you're pretty you're pretty steady i would say um pretty even keel most of the time i mean you you can get frustrated but just like all of us and you don't usually let people know and you know unless it's us or whatever like right. that you're frustrated about something um even if you're i mean i don't know i've never been the guy that you're looking at with red eyes or whatever but but i but you don't usually i've never seen you in a bar fight you know which i've I, never been in one so i'm sure you'd be a good both of you would be good people to have in a bar fight but i just it's on my bucket list so well let's get together <laughs> this weekend next weekend next time you're in portland <laughs> in portland it would be a massacre no anyways but um yeah i think you are pretty even keel most of the time like who you get on stage, if we want to use that as a, you know, a, a metaphor or whatever, is also who you are off. And mm. and that's what Nick and I, you know, we, when we talk about you, and we don't really, but whenever we do, we talk about how... Whenever we talk about you behind your back, <laughs> well, we, uh, it's always good. We always say, like, there's a genuine, what you see is what you get. And it's, and that is, I I like that a lot. And um, and I think that's interesting about Nick is, you know, brother, when you're on stage, you're you're pretty reserved. I mean, you're the lead guitar player, right? But you're probably yeah. more like a <laughs> world's you're probably most laid more back like, lead guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably more like um, like a slash, you know, like that. I mean, when mm. you think slash, you think like, oh, he's the lead guitar, right? But he's kind of like mysterious and and put back a little bit and when he does a solo so come do him but like he's not flashy okay i mean he wears like a, t- a top hat and stuff i'm trying to say 
he's he is pretty subdued probably by choice just kind of a mysterious person on stage and i would mm. say that's you. i would say i would say it's not by choice i would say i actually have a very high amount of stress stage fright <laughs> stage that. fright like oh. so, i don't like so being the center of attention which is crazy because like for what we do for a living that's the goal yeah is to like be the showman and put on a show but i don't like attention like that like a lot of what when we work together and what we do like i enjoy a lot of the behind the scenes and like making everything happen but when it comes time to the show like don't get me wrong i love playing i love being on stage i love every part about working together for a song and like every aspect of it but there's like a switch that i have to flip and i have to tell myself okay i'm about to go on stage in front of people now mm. and like you know don't don't screw it up <laughs> like and all, all eyes are on you know so like yeah. that's kind of why i go to that place where it's like okay i just want to like relax and just be here do my job enjoy it and it's like what's that that meme where it's there's like a i think it's an introvert being really excited standing next to an extrovert being being really excited and like it's the picture inside of the introvert's brain is exactly what the extrovert is doing yeah. in real life. Mm. They're like jumping up and down, you mm. know, but like the introvert's just standing there like nothing's happening. Right. Yeah. So I do feel it. I do get excited, like adrenaline and all that, but uh, there is that thing that I'm just like, holy shit, I'm on a stage in front of people under lights. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. I'm, and you think it happened. I can like, relate to that a lot too. Like I, I definitely am. Yeah. I love playing and I love the energy of playing in front of people. And it's definitely my preferred medium, like between doing that and, and doing yeah. studio stuff. Like I really do like the live performance sure. aspect of it. But like I hate being put on the spot, yeah. you know, like when I I don't play drum solos, like I don't, I don't like jump up out of my seat. <laughs> we learned that. Like I don't uh, twirl my sticks around and stuff because it's, yeah. for one thing, it's not, that's not my job, right? My job mm -hmm. is to play drums and hold down the rhythmic realm of things and be on time and, mm -hmm. and all this, but just in general too, like, bro, I hate being like at a party and someone like asking you to do, like making you do something. Like I, I don't yeah. have an example, like everyone's doing like stupid little games or whatever. And you have to, mm -hmm. you're like next up to play. And if you, right. if you F it up, everyone like booze at you. Like I, <laughs> I hate stuff like that, which is weird yeah, because like I everything in my life that I've ever done like I played football and like I was good at it and like people, you know, rely on you to do your job there. Like I wrestled, mm -hmm. which is definitely out in the spotlight right. and I yeah. play music in front of people. Like everything mm -hmm. I've done right. growing up has kind of been that way, but I can only really, I only really like to do those things in the context of mm -hmm. the job at hand, not like yeah. out in the wild. I'm not like trying to impress people all the time, you know? There's something yeah. kind of endearing about that, though. For me, watching other artists and, you know, just having you guys around when we do shows, um, there's something kind of endearing to me about the the, the subtle reluctance from, mm. from you guys because I do think that you feel fortunate and, um, and privileged to be able to do 
do that when you guys play music, both of you. And I think that's kind of what's coming across. And I and I know you guys are talking about it like it's reserved or whatever, but I think it's more like, well, I have like a reverence for this. That's what I see. Mm. Is like when I pick up my guitar or sit down at the kit, I feel the weight of how important this is and like that I have a job to do. And I think that's that's kind of what comes through, you know? Like you can't have the guy on stage that's just like chugging beers. Right. Well, you can. Depends what show you go to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, because like it just, you, you won't work together as a team and stuff. And so I think that not everybody needs to be the you know, the Mick Jagger or whatever. Like, you don't have mm. to be bouncing around the stage like that. And, and I mean, I guess... But you need a Mick Jagger. I know. You got to have one one of them in every band. Otherwise, it's just not... I guess it's entertaining yeah. to watch people, like, hop around the stage and really, like, move. You guys know what I'm talking about. When you go see a band and, like, all five of them or however many they are just flying around the stage. Right. Like, it's fun, but also... I don't need it. Not me. Right. Not my my music taste isn't necessarily. I don't need that. But um, I'd rather like people play really, really well. And I like watching musicians focus and like, um, you know, like Jake, you said, not flipping the sticks and stuff. Like that's a cool party trick, but <laughs> yeah, it's it not serves really no purpose. You it's know? kind of distracting, really. From right. what else is going on? I love watching musicians have a good time just playing the music. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like I, in the back of my head, when I, see, when I see people like running across the stage or like jumping off of stuff <laughs> in my head, like there's no way they're playing as well as they could be, <laughs> you know, like if they are, that's incredible. But it always makes me wonder, like, are they actually singing if they're like, or like I, I would be winded, you know, how can they right. be actually singing? And I, I know that a lot of them do it, but these are the thoughts that I have. Um, Versus like feeling in awe and entertained. Instead, mm -hmm. I'm like, how are they doing all of this well? You know, right. as opposed well, to like, I think of when I go see John Mayer play and everybody stays in the same spot, but you yeah. can tell they're all like feeling, feeling, feeling it, it, you know, and it's, I don't know, it's just a different thing. Well, you guys ever watch people, I mean, out in the audience, I don't like to do that really, but I catch it when we're playing and stuff, but the, the things that they're watching is really interesting to me. Like the way they're, I'll see their eyes kind of bounce. And this, this sounds like I'm like staring at specific people, but <laughs> like watching them notice certain things during certain parts. Like mm. I do that all the time. Yeah. I love watching yeah, people. Yeah. Like I, I always think to myself like, Oh, that person must, maybe they play or they at least like listen to a lot of music because they're, yeah. They're not just like looking at the lead singer say the words, right? Right. Like whenever I catch someone looking at the stage, it seems like they're always like watching one of you or, you know, the the lights are usually cool too in those settings. And like, um, yeah, I, I think that kind of takes a little bit for me. That's why I love playing with you guys because it takes, like I don't, the last time I played guitar by myself on a stage i don't even remember mm. you know yeah. but it takes like some of that pressure off and it also allows me to feel like more free to jump around a little bit and like go around to you guys and you know right uh 
you all have like your specific looks when I look at you that I know like that you're into it, you know? And, and so like, I liked it cause I feed off of it and then we try to like push it back out into the crowd or whatever. But, um, mm. yeah, that's, you know, Nick's kind of, Nick has always done this thing when we play shows where, and I must do it too, because I notice him do it. But like when we're, a few songs in we'll kind of give each other a look like oh yeah this is everything's like we've got good. it like it's all locked <laughs> yeah so we or there's the opposite look we just don't like look, this yeah. sucks <laughs> well yeah it, this sucks when you, you know do, what, what do? are we doing wrong i sort of i think i kind of rely on that check with you brother like when when we're playing and then like if i don't get that i'm like yeah shit <laughs> <laughs> like we don't we don't have it hopefully we can get it back you know and like at normal shows you don't usually get like a half time you know right unless you do yeah, like and you get stuff. you get that with everybody like it's good to look around the stage and see like this is kind of where i'd relate what we started this podcast episode with into like kind of like summing it up as it takes all the avengers yeah like like the whole team of people you can tell that everybody is feeling it or they're not and you can always tell if it's like if it's either on stage where where it's just not on lock or if it's like the crowd that's just not digging mm -hmm. it and it, it depends if it's like a monday or a tuesday and you're on tour in pittsburgh and it's like <laughs> oh that's probably why they're not really digging this yeah. is because it's, not necessarily it's a monday night yeah yeah <laughs> But it's hard because if you let it go to your head, then you you start getting internal about mm -hmm. it, and you're like, "Oh man, I gotta like work harder, make a funnier joke, or yeah. like do a better solo." And really, you just gotta like just do what you do. Well, that's and then they either accept it or they don't. That's the thing about watching the Avengers movies is it's so fun to watch all of the skills come into play together, and like you know, one you know like the Hulk will volley someone up, and then. Iron Man flies through and takes him into the side of the building, you know, like mm. that's, that's more fun. It's, it's fun to watch. And just even like, you know, the concept of music and playing the songs together. Um, it's so interesting t for all those sounds to come together. And at any time, if you take one of them out, it's a completely different experience. Like I right. love when yeah. just the drums rock for, a few majors. I mean, you guys know that. And it's cool to me just the aspect of taking some of this stuff away, but we're also still all there, mm -hmm. you know? Like, mm. we're, we're all in that couple majors of just percussion or whatever. And not and for me, it's not even just, like, waiting till we all come in again. It's like, I'm right here. Mm -hmm. This was cool. Yeah. And then we all come in together. That's why I love those movies. I mean, I love, I love watching... Like superheroes just work together. Mm. The team, yeah, the team is so powerful. The know? culmination of the skills—that's that's an interesting perspective. Like I, I think about that a lot in in the context of music. Like I think it's really cool when certain people are really good at specific things. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I've always had this fascination with like s like skill special specialization and like someone being the guy for something really specific or bringing something really mm -hmm. specific to the table that, that the team needs. Like, I think that's, I think it's really cool. And I think it's cool. Like, I think it's important to, 
to understand like the things that you are good at too and like mm-hmm. what you mm-hmm. bring to the tables. And that's, I mean, that's something I've had to learn because I, I'm so afraid of being arrogant that I tend to just tell myself that I suck at everything, you know? <laughs> but I, I have had to learn that like some of my value as a drummer is that I, people, people meaning you, cause I don't play with anyone else, but <laughs> you guys don't have to worry that I'm going to take off on a blazing drum solo and like distract yeah. from the vibe of the show. Like mm-hmm. the things that I practice and the things that I spend my time on are complementary to the music that we play. So like mm-hmm. oftentimes I'm like, well, I should, you know, I've been playing drums for so long, but I don't have any like real chops. Like I'm not a chops player. And sometimes I feel like it should be because that's what, you know, every drummer posts on Instagram or whatever. Right. But I don't know if I would be invited to many shows if that's, you know, right. what my what my play style was for yeah. the music that we play. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Man, <laughs> no. I know, I guess. No, it's not because that's what we surround ourselves with. And even when Nick and I first started playing music, we always counted on each other to not just wild out at some point. Right. You know, and it's, it's still that way. When we're on stage in front of, you know, if, if a thousand people, I know Nick's not just going to like, oh, let me get a guitar solo here and just go and like no one knows what Depends. to do. <laughs> right. Well, but, but Depends if, how much whiskey you give me before <laughs> the show. But like we can give each other that, which is different. But like when, when in a band setting or even a team setting, when people are taking rather than uh, like letting the team give them that time or whatever. That's mm. it's really detrimental to a show. And or I mean, if you're fighting, saving the world, you know, like you got to all kind of be on the same. <laughs> yeah. Not to not to make minimalize it, but on the same page as you go. Right. One last thing before we end it. If if we were a superhero posse what would our name be would it be the avengers or would it be i don't think we can use the avengers it's got to be you can't yeah i was thinking something like fantastic four but there's three of us i think that's been taken too uh the the terrific three Mm. that's terrible but probably as good as what's like a what's a what's a t word for like pretty okay right (laughs) um (laughs) like just average enough but not extraordinary (laughs) but not terrible tip typical the typical (laughs) three three. (laughs) the typical Typical trio typical trio you get that (laughs) alert all right guys well thanks for listening to another episode of similar vein podcast be sure to rate and subscribe if you haven't already and also make sure to check us out on instagram at similar vein podcast and give us a follow um until next time we'll see y'all see ya see ya